It went straight down the middle. Then it started to... Uh, I think my wins at Riviera are what stand out to me. I love Riviera. I think it's one of the best golf courses we have ever played. Um, still stands up well today? Yes, yeah, still stands up. Even today. Tell you how well it stands up. I won in 79. I came back in 85 and shot 20 under. And that tournament record still stands to this day. It's the longest standing tournament record on tour. 20 yeah, under at Riviera. And that was back in with wooden headed clubs and gutta percha balls. Yeah. And Wound I wound the golf ball. Well, and I had, and I'm, and I'm, it wasn't like I had, I had a two shot league on the last day with, I'm playing with, uh, Hal Sutton, who'd won a PGA there two years earlier, and Corey Pavin, who would win two more times at Riviera himself. Yeah. So I've got essentially major championship winners that I'm playing with the last day. And I remember I had an old caddy named Griff, and Pavin made a couple of putts early, like on two and three. And I've already birdied one. And Griff looked at me and said, this guy's ready to go today. I said, Griff, he ain't beating me with just his putter on this golf course. I said, I know yeah. how I'm hitting it. Yeah. And, I mean, I just I, – I always – the thing that gets me, and I'll deviate here a second, watching today's players – they don't play with a plan, especially if they're leading a golf tournament. I'm blown away that when I hear a guy say, I'm going to go play one shot at a time, and I'm going to have fun, and I'm going to smile, and I hope it works out. Well, screw that. You know, I never, I, I'm going to take the bull by the horns there and say, you know, when you get a chance to win, you better give it everything you've got. Yeah. Because it, those chances don't come along very often. So I always had a plan. And I did it about three or four different times because it was a tough plan. But I knew if I did it, I was going to win if I was leading a tournament. I want to play the last round and not have a five on my card. Now, think about that. Yeah. That means you're going to birdie all the par fives. You're going to handle all the par fours. And, you, you know, you're not going to make your mistakes on the par threes. So I did that at Riviera. I played the last round leading by two. Did not have a five on my card. It also meant that I was grinding my ass off on 17 with a seven-shot lead to make birdie at 17 to achieve my goal. Yeah, I walked to 18 with an eight-shot lead. To this day, it still ticks me off that Sutton birdied 18 to get within seven. (laughs) We hope you've enjoyed this short track of For the Good of the Game. And please, wherever you listen to your podcast on Apple and Spotify, if you like what you hear, please subscribe. Spread the word and tell your friends. Until we tee it up again, for the good of the game, so long, everybody. Whack down the fairway. It went smack down the fairway. Then it started to slice just a smidge off line. It headed for two, but it bounced off nine. My caddy says, long as you're still in the state, you're okay. Yes, it went straight down the middle, quite a way.